Hey y'all, it's Amelia Rose and welcome to Say La Me. Welcome back. If you are here from the Midnight's album review episode, thank you so much for coming back because yes, it has been less than 24 hours since I recorded that episode and well, as I'm recording that this episode now and I went to bed before Taylor announced her chaotic surprise at 3 a.m. last night or this morning. <laughs> And yeah, so there are seven new tracks to react to, and I decided, yeah, we're going to do another episode. So I am actually going to start out this episode by reacting to the anti-hero music video that I just saw, and it was a funny video. I really enjoyed it. I'm going to say, first of all, I'm going to apologize. My nose is very stuffed up. I'm sorry. I am having some sinus issues. I'm really sorry. And if you have come from the Midnight's album review, you already know it was worth last night. So we got to do what we got to do, but I am sorry. I wish it wasn't like this today, but it just is. I've tried everything and this is what we're left with. So I'm sorry. But anyway, the music video was funny. I love seeing Taylor's comedic side. I really enjoy her like facial expressions when she's like, oh my gosh, and all of that. Uh, but it really did kind of let us into her insecurities without like depressing us too much. I feel like this album really did. Uh, if you came from my Midnight review, if you haven't, go listen to that. You want to listen to that one first. This is a two-parter. So uh, what is it? A sequel. It's a sequel. So this is the sequel. Go listen to the first one first and then listen to this one. So anyway, but anyway, my Midnight's review, I said that this album did a really good job of balancing her vulnerability versus her like like not trying to depress us. Like there are some really fun songs and really fun moments. So I felt like the anti-hero music video was kind of like that. So anyway, I enjoyed it. I did feel called out when she mentioned like, you're probably on a podcast recording this. And I was like, hello, hi, it's me, I'm the problem. Yep. Yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I really enjoyed the Fearless dress. I thought that was hilarious. She's like, it's from Fearless Tour 2009. She's like, we're so close. That sketch was very funny. And yeah, I just, I enjoyed the music video. I thought it was great. It had great visuals and I really enjoyed it. I know there's going to be another music video coming out soon. It comes out after this podcast, so I'm not going to react to it, but I'm about to listen to the seven tracks that are new. So let's get into that. All right, the first track is The Great War, and oh, I love this one. It's basically daylight rewritten, but rewritten in like a sense of you realize how her relationship almost ended, and I guess I didn't really grasp onto that in daylight. I was just like, yeah, and you know, you make mistakes, whatever, but I was very surprised in the song when she says, I almost lost you. I really thought I lost you. I was like, oh my goodness, like they almost ended. That's crazy. And so I love how it took us this whole arc, this whole character arc of her fighting and kind of sabotaging things and trying to just like fend off things that are not there, kind of getting paranoid. So she's like reacting before things happen and, you know, kind of waging war on something that it doesn't even, you know, deserve it. And then how she ends up like, she's like, I'm never going to do that again. And I'm always going to be yours. This war is over basically. And like, we're supposed to be together and I love you too much to do that to you again. I think it's so sweet. It It's like, it gets you kind of like in your emotions and right when you're about to get 
like emotional about it, it kind of is like, and the war's over and we're going to be there forever. And you know, our relationship's going to last forever. So yeah, it's a beautiful song. I really, really like this one. And just as I was saying that, you know, oh, it's sad, but it kind of lets up a little bit. Here we have this song. My gosh, Bigger Than the Whole Sky is the next track and it doesn't let up. It holds on to you and it doesn't let you go. Uh, the lyric, everything I touch becomes sick with sadness. Oh my gosh, it's so awful, but so beautifully written. I just love Taylor's songwriting and it's just, it's such a good lyric. Like that is so tragic and so beautiful. I like the perspective of the song, how it kind of feels like it's reminiscing on something that was beautiful and that it has since gone but it's not like in the moment, like after a breakup, you're going to go to your room and write the song. It's like maybe a few months later or even like a year or two later, you're just kind of thinking about it and how things ended and, you know, just kind of deciding, well, it should have been that person, but I'm never going to meet that again. And yippee-doo, I messed it up. I don't know, (laughs) but it's, it's a great song. I really, I like how it's really sad, but it kind of is like a factual type of sad. Like she's just stating things. She's not like, I don't know. It kind of feels like a slow acceptance, but also just like a deep sadness. So this one's really well done. All right. The next one is Paris and now I'm feeling happy. (laughs) I like this one for obvious reasons, AKA the name and my podcast having kind of a French sounding name, uh, albeit kind of butchered by me. Um, (laughs) anyway, I love the gossip edge to this one. It's actually really interesting and it reminds me of I Know Places, uh, because it's like, oh, people talk and whatever, but we're just by ourselves. It also reminds me of Delicate. It reminds me of all the really, I don't know, just reminds me of every good song because I really, really like this one. I will say rhyming Paris with where else is very creative and funny of Taylor. <laughs> it reminds me of how she rhymed cardigan with car again in cardigan. Funny. Anyway, uh, I love the line, romance is not dead if you keep it just yours. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. I think it's great. I, th- I think that sometimes just like keeping the romance alive just means keeping it between you. Uh, obviously to a healthy standard, you know, not refusing to tell your family about your boyfriend or anything. Uh, I also love the line, I'm so in love, how it was shouted in the background. It makes me so happy. It's just like that freedom of like, I am so in love, you know? I, I just really enjoy this song. I feel like I say that about every song, but you know what? It's true. All right, the next track is High Infidelity, which the title of that song is such a grand name. It's just kind of like a big betrayal, you know? Uh, the lyric, it seemed like the right thing at the time is really sad because sometimes stuff does and it can be the wrong thing, but it's like, it seems right at the time. Like it, I don't know, you know, and that can, that can hurt really, really badly when it's the wrong thing, but it's like, I'm sorry. It just, it seemed right. And you hurt someone. Uh, And then also the other lyric, there's many different ways you can kill the one you love. The slowest way is never loving them enough. Okay, Taylor, like, okay, thanks for telling us how all of us have gotten our hearts broken. Thank you. Great. Um, (laughs) it's a great song. It's very catchy. Gonna say it's very, very catchy. A little bit, you know, obviously it's sad. It's really sad where I feel like it's another kind of 
miscommunication, like maybe she wasn't happy in a relationship and then her person noticed and she didn't even think that they were really paying attention. And she like is like, yeah, I actually like this other person and didn't mean for it to turn out the way it did. That's just what I think when I hear the song, but it's a really, really good song. It's very catchy, so it keeps you from being too sad. Again, I'm all about like not getting like too depressed listening to these songs, but uh, yeah, it's a great song. I think it's great and it's just catchy, but also kind of makes you think a little bit. All right, the next track is Glitch and it's funny. It's a funny song. I love how the whole thing is like, this whole relationship wasn't supposed to happen. It was supposed to, like, I was supposed to not like you. Oops, I ended up liking you and I love you. So like, whoopsies, now I'm with my forever person. Oops, that was a glitch. Like, okay, Taylor, can I have a glitch, please? Like, something glitched for me. Anyway, I thought it was super funny. It's like, okay, I was supposed to go back to, like, my destructive behavior, and you were just supposed to be, like, fun and whatever, and I was just supposed to go back to losers, uh, but actually, you ended up being, like, it for me. So, whoops. Yeah, <laughs> it's a really good song. All right, the next track is Would've, Could've, Should've. I will say, so far, this one of the seven tracks it's my favorite. I like how there's a little bit of grungy bass in the back. I think it's great. It's kind of like angsty in a way. Uh, and it's so relatable. Looking back on relationships, it sounds like this to me. Like, what would have happened if I never saw, you know, this one? Or if I never did this or whatever. Uh, and the lyrics, I miss how I used to be. It's really relatable because sometimes I look back on my life, myself, and think... What if I'd chosen that path? What if I'd chased that dream harder? What if I'd made that decision instead of this decision? What if I just stuck it out? Like, what would have happened? And like music, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while or you know me personally, uh, I totally thought that I would do that as my career. Totally committed to it. And sometimes I still feel sad that I didn't pan out. Even though I am 100% happy where I am, I know this is where I'm supposed to be. It's not like I'm experiencing this feeling like I still want it and I'm just like wasting time until I get the courage to chase my dream. No, it's because I, I don't want it, but I wanted it so badly back then that sometimes I feel like I failed my younger self by not doing it, like having it not pan out. And I don't feel regret, but I do feel a sadness. And so I kind of feel like this song is that. It's just like, I mean, she does regret things that she's talking about in the song. And sometimes I regret things, but like, I know that I'm where I need to be now. So I don't like truly regret, like, especially like music and stuff. I don't regret not continuing with that major. That actually probably would have turned out badly for me. But I do feel this sense of like, I miss who I used to be. I miss that... I don't know, I guess I just missed the optimism I had with that dream. And so when that dream died, I kind of feel like that optimism and that plan for my life died too. And it's a plan I had for a really long time. So I can't help but feel sad that it didn't happen, if that makes sense. So I really, I mean, I don't mean to make anyone sad <laughs> or like get too deep. But no, I'm fine now. I love everything that I'm doing right now. But uh, I do feel that with this song. And I like that it's catchy because, again keeps me from being like, oh my gosh, like too sad, but I do really enjoy the song. All right, and the last track is Dear Reader. I love the lyric, desert all your past lives. If you don't recognize yourself, that means you did it right. Okay, I apparently understood the meaning of the first song, would've, could've, should've, and it led right into Dear Reader. Like, you know, I, 
in a way, like I'm the same person as I was when I was chasing music, but I don't recognize myself in certain areas. And like, I cannot keep thinking about what I wanted in the past because I love where I am in the present. I can't have any regret of like, oh, well, I still wish that my childhood dream had panned out. Like, I don't wish that. I don't actually wish that. I just, it's hard to abandon a dream. It's hard to like admit, okay, that's not what I'm doing. Like, I don't know. I guess it's hard to fail. And so I just love that lyric. I heard it and I was like, oh my gosh, this is what I was just talking about. Uh, so I was very excited. And yeah, we're always changing. Also love, you don't have to ask just because they asked you. I don't know. You don't have to answer just because they asked you. True. My mom, my mom always tells me that. They're like, just because someone asks you something doesn't mean you have to answer. Like, you don't have to tell anyone anything you don't want to tell them. So yeah, uh, this song is really full of wisdom. It kind of reminds me of was it Marjorie, uh, but like Taylor telling me advice and not her grandmother. Uh, yeah. So these seven songs, wow, they were great. They're worth waiting up for four at 3am. I had work. I couldn't, but yeah, I didn't know they were going to be songs. So just telling you that. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe if you haven't already. And I will talk to you next week. Probably not about Taylor Swift, but we'll see. But Probably not about Taylor Swift. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. I love you so much, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.